Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ideas for Podcasts. My name is Sarge, and joining me today is the one, the only man with the bushiest beard I've ever seen. He is only about 400 pounds short of being Santa Claus. His name is Danger. Say hello, Danger. Hello. So, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and all that stuff. It is December. Tis the season. This is the month. You know what this is the month for? Uh, they say it's the month of giving. But it is the month of the deaded, the dreaded, ugh, deaded. Yeah, that's how I feel inside. Yeah, I mean, it's the month of the dead. <laughs> we go more into debt. Yeah. So, actually, it is the month where the dreaded Hallmark Channel hits the homes abound best of the year. I don't know about your house, but my house does not play Hallmark. <laughs> All right. The Hallmark Channel does not exist in my home yeah well it doesn't exist in my home until the older female generation shows up and then it's like uh, all we're gonna do is watch hallmark no, did you I'm know not in, I'm, I'm not into watching movies about apple orchards and cancer and ends they're fixing up and yeah <laughs> and there's some big hotshot lawyer who happens to be attractive that comes into town to help save the town. And blah, blah. The thing is, ladies and gentlemen, is he knows how these plots and premises go, so maybe he's watched a few in his... You watch two, and that's all you need. So did you know, did you know, that the Hallmark Channel, back in 2020, had 136 Hallmark movies? No. Yes. No, I did not. I went down the list and counted them. I actually copied and pasted it and exported it into Excel and did a cell count. Yeah. yeah. No. So, uh, and in 2021, no. guess what? What? They're adding 41 new movies with titles oh. like Christmas in the Bronx. Oh, yes. Is that like a Christmas rendition of uh, West Side Story? <laughs> I don't know. I'm hoping more like the Jackie Chan Rumble. Uh, I doubt we're going to get either. But this is not H for Hallmark. This is D. Letter D for Die Hard. Uh, give me now, a D. Come on. We are going to discuss the D in great length. Actually, we're this should be pretty easy because they're, you know, ultimately it's going to boil down to what you believe, what I believe. Okay. So the question is Is Die Hard Christmas? That's the question. Now I'm talking, if you've never seen Die Hard with Bruce William, uh, Bruce Willis, Alan Rickman. It was made in 1980. It's about a cop going to go fix his marriage to his wife in a Nakatomi town. Now, it has given us some of the most iconic lines ever that people say and don't realize where it's from. And I found that out shorthand when my kids were like, ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. And I, went, I just looked at them like, you know what movie that's from? They're like, no. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's just it, it has lines that entered our vernacular and it's just a part of who we are and oh, yeah. i don't know i don't i feel like there's more movies that came out in the 80s that did that than any other decade oh yeah one-liners absolutely yeah oh yeah so is die hard a christmas movie it takes place there's christmas trees and presents hey, it's a christmas movie i think die hard is Okay, before I say this next statement, I am adamant about Christmas stays after Thanksgiving. Put your Christmas lights up so you can turn them on the you know night of Thanksgiving. Sure, I don't care if you want to decorate your house before Thanksgiving, 
but do not turn on the fan on those inflatables in your yard until the night of Thanksgiving. <laughs> your Christmas tree. That's why it's a long-ass weekend after Thanksgiving. So it gives you plenty of time to put up and decorate the Christmas tree. Uh. Christmas belongs after Thanksgiving. Holidays deserve their time to breathe. Oh, now, ab- with that absolutely. Being said, with that being said, Die Hard, yes, I do believe that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but Die Hard is the only Christmas movie, in my opinion, that it's okay to watch at any point in the year. Um, I will I stand disagree. for watching. I will stand for watching Die Hard in June, two days before Thanksgiving. I don't care when. Die Hard can go on anytime because that's <laughs> a damn good movie. I love that movie. So now you disagree. Please tell me why. Well, I do not. I I agree. Die Hard is a movie. The reason why it is a Christmas movie to me is because, well, most of the female gender and even some of the male gender will watch Hallmark for 31 consecutive days. Now, when you say that, you mean people of a older generation than we are because I don't know anybody in my generation that watches Hallmark. For one not, no day. one's going to admit it to you. No one's going to hop on Facebook that I've sniffled and cried and bundled up with a with a glass of wine and, and watched a Hallmark movie. None of your friends are going to admit that. Okay, fine. I I guess I just don't know my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so what I disagree with is Die Hard is not the only movie that you can watch. It's a Christmas movie, in my opinion. You have Die Hard 2, Die Harder. That's a Christmas movie. It takes place at an airport. Over Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Right. Lethal Weapon, 1987. It's place over Christmas. Is it like, I don't remember the entire movie being over Christmas. I just remember Christmas being part of it. Okay, I'm not doubting you on that one. I haven't watched watched Lethal Weapon in a long time. Or, or how about Batman Returns with Danny DeVito? 100%. Actually, I will amend what I said earlier. You can watch Batman Returns any time of the year because... Michael Keaton was the best Batman. I'll <laughs> fight you on that one. Oh, yeah. uh, Michael Keaton was the best Batman. So watch your Michael Keaton Batman anytime you want to. Support the Keaton. Support the Keaton. And Not you, gotta, P. you gotta have a comedy in it, right? You gotta have a comedy Christmas movie. The Ref, 1994. Dennis Leary, Judy Davis, Kevin Spacey. Okay. So I'm actually going to up you on your comedy Christmas movie. Ooh. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, absolutely, Steve Martin. Steve Martin and John Candy. Did you know that the original cut of that movie, the John Hughes cut of that movie was three and a half hours long because there was so much great banter back and forth between the two two of them that the original cut was three and a half hours, and they just could not release that much. But this isn't T for P for Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. (laughs) No, no, this is, we're going to, we're not going to talk about December Christmas movies. That is what we're going to, guys. Okay. We're guys. And I will, I think that Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a movie for anybody, but How about I'm Dutch? a guy and I love that movie. What? How about Dutch with Ed O'Neill? God, I haven't seen or thought of that movie in a long time. <laughs> is that, isn't, isn't like the cover of that where he's carrying his, uh, his stepson on a hockey stick? Yep. Duct tape the hockey yeah. stick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my that, favorite that line of the my 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 favorite line of that movie was there's a, the last guy that talked to me like that has an indent the size of my pinky ring in his forehead and dribbles when he speaks. But I'm a little disappointed in you at this point in this Why? conversation because the best comedy Christmas movie 
of all time. And I went through a few years where I thought it was overrated, and then I watched it again, and I was like, hell no, Uh-oh. it's not. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, but here's the thing. National anything is gold. It's gold. Not, not anything, because <clears throat> after the initial troop kind of writers and everybody left, I mean, have you seen National Lampoon's Glory Days? Terrible movie. I mean, I'm talking Lampoon's about... I'm talking about with with Chevy Chase. Yeah. Any of the vacation movies are great. Except for uh, Christmas Vacation 2, Eddie's Island. (laughs) You want to know what series, Christmas movie series, got garbage real fast? And is even actually coming back, which which hurts my heart. The The Home Alone series. Oh, yeah. After the first two. Yeah, the ones with Macaulay Culkin? Great, and then they get into one where it's like so, some kid gets like it's like battery or something like that in a remote control car yeah. for a spy set. Like, okay, now we're getting. I I can see Christmas theft, people breaking in Christmas. I can't. No terrorist is gonna do that. <laughs> I guess the modern day version of that would be um, a Home Alone, but about porch pirates that run around stealing Amazon packages. Yeah, but don't forget about getting caught by the ring doorbells. Ah, true. The, uh, modern technology ruins the Home Alone movies across the board. <laughs> if, if if Kevin McAllister had a cell phone, those movies would have been real short. Oh, Texas absolutely. Mom, Mom, you left me at home. And, you know, or Mom, I'm in New York. And she'd be like, I'm on my way. And then, then it's over. So there's a few Christmas movies I still watch. As a, as a man, it's not like Paul Markey movies but like i'll sit down and i'll watch um it's a wonderful life oh yeah great movie uh do you mean to tell you fun facts about that movie no because it's not oh, yeah. i for it's a wonderful life or the way you and freaking monster have been doing it we might as well put life's comma wonderful oh no no that's for that's for names so maybe we'll do it's a wonderful life for i i'll change it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's what I's gonna be, ladies and gentlemen. I is gonna be for "It's a Wonderful Life." We're just gonna hit Christmas movies and topics till Christmas is over. There you go. Yeah. Hey, what anyway. are some other good ones like Christmas, old school Christmas Carol with the kids? Well, there was an original Santa Claus movie that I always liked that came out in the eighties. Um, I think it's just called Santa Claus. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to find because there's so many movies named Santa Claus, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. That was a good one. But we're talking Die Hard. We're, we're talking where we have now moved into D for December Christmas, December movies. Okay. So, I mean, because we, because obviously we, we agree that Die Hard is, is a Christmas movie. Even, even though the producer came out, the director came out and was like, it's not a Christmas movie. That's a, that's a Christmas movie. Every day. I think there's been plenty of examples, which I can't think of any, so it's a terrible, <laughs> you know, point to make. But, you know, how many things have been considered something different after they've come out or repurposed as something different. Hell, bubble wrap was made as insulation and now <laughs> it's packing material. I mean, you know, just because it was created as something and people who made it see it as one thing doesn't mean the public sees it as that. Hell, I don't know any other movie that has a children's Christmas book made from it. <laughs> Die Hard has a Christmas children's book. Yes, it does. Uh, it's and I've actually read it myself several times. I think I'm going to buy it for the kids this year. <laughs> but, I mean, it's 
Great movie. Yes, I think it's a Christmas movie, but it is one that I find acceptable to watch outside of Christmas. Hands down. Oh, uh, absolutely. It's, just, it's great. I mean, but but uh, you have to wonder why they picked Christmas for the first two movies, but they didn't for any of the rest of them. I think maybe, um, oh, which one was it? The I don't know the eighth or ninth one. I don't know five. It happened in snowy areas. You could say it had a Christmas feeling. It happened in Russia. Yes, um, that does not have a Christmas feeling. You're in no. Chernobyl. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Nothing Christmasy about Chernobyl. No, there's nothing happy about Chernobyl. No, <laughs> um, so for yeah, those it's... people, for, for for those people who are trying to pick up what he's trying to say, you have Die Hard. You have Die Hard Two, Die Harder. You have Die Hard Three, Die Hard with Vengeance. Then you have Live Free and Die Hard. And then you have It's a Good Day to Die Hard. And those are all the Die Hard movies. They actually close the franchise out in a very awesome manner that leaves you watching the last Die Hard movie going, you know what? The rap, there's going to be no more. And I'm happy with that. No, Not that it was be... bad. It's just the way they wrapped it up. You're like, all right, cool. There's going to be another one, and it's going to be called Die Hard. We should have died a while ago. And... <laughs> Die Hard, we have kids. Yeah. It's Die Hard, we have a mortgage. <laughs> We can't keep doing this shit anymore. <laughs> you know, why would they just quit picking, you know, Christmas? And why would they pick another holiday? Of course, I guess the only other holiday I could think of that is a nationally celebrated thing, because it's definitely not a world thing, would be Fourth of July. And that was done in Live Free and Die Hard. Uh, you see, I saw <laughs> that once and fell asleep. I, yeah. Um, and then I guess you could do Valentine's Day, you know, Die Hard still beating. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, wasn't yeah. wasn't Deadpool a Valentine's Day movie? No, no, Deadpool is a great example of wonderful marketing because people saw that it like girls saw that it had Ryan Reynolds in it, and they made um, a Valentine's Day trailer. It came out on Valentine's Day that year. It, they came out with a Valentine's Day trailer, and they had Valentine's Day promotion things to make it look like a romantic comedy, but that's all they did, and they just did uh, that. He said in the movie that it was a damn love story. I took right, my he, wife to see it on Valentine's Day. And then later he says, did I say this is a love story? No, it's not. And I've seen it quite a few times. I love that movie. But um, it's it's not a Valentine's Day movie. It's not a romantic story by any means damn good movie but you know i don't know any other movie outside of hallmark channel oh there is that one movie the called valentine's day and there's another one new year's eve you know i think they're made by the same people or whatever but today's podcast is brought to you by aviator jen <laughs> not yet oh, yeah, yeah. not yet not yet we don't have any sponsors yet <laughs> and i don't keep going down this path who knows what we'll get into. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Deadpool is not a Valentine's Day movie. Or it a is a Valentine's story. Day movie. It came out on Valentine's Day. But it is a holiday Day. movie. Fine. Whatever. I'll give it to you just because it came out on Valentine's Day. Whatever. And now, Anthony Bourdain died on my birthday, but that doesn't mean anything. That does. That means you killed Anthony Bourdain. No, that's just wrong. <laughs> there. I took all the fun out of the room. Are you happy now? Yeah. You Like, we're in different rooms and the fun's gone out of this room. Good job. So, Die Hard to Die Harder. You remember where that one was filmed at? Uh, it was in an airport. It's in an airport. That's right. You remember which one? Um, LaGuardia. 
Yes, LaGuardia Airport, which is an absolute baffling thing in ways that everything that transpired for the takeover of the airport is just like, how? How? Right. But we did get a couple good lines out of there. Again, reinforced his yippee Kaye. Yes, I do remember that. Um, I haven't seen... I saw the second one and third one at the... 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. I've seen the first one multiple times over the years, but I haven't watched the second or third one in about 10 years. So I do remember we did get a few good lines out of it, and I had to give a lot of forgiveness to just how things were happening. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> if I looked at the reality of the situation, I got, nah, that's that's bullshit. Oh, it's but, like it's like when he's crawling around the air ducts. He's like, I could be at home watching the game. But no. Well, see, that's actually something that I think was a recurring thing that they should have kept up where he's just crawling through the air vents in the first two movies and just bitching the whole time. <laughs> I mean, just, you just, you, it's, I feel like it's a really cool thing where you got the screen on just him, nothing else going on except him crawling through the air ducts. I don't remember if he has a lighter in the second. Yeah, he movie. does have a lighter. Yeah. And he's just complaining. He's just, at that point, he's not the cop. He's not John. He's just a guy in a duct complaining. <laughs> And I love those scenes in those movies. I just crawling through a duct. Anybody who's crawling through an air duct on Christmas time at all in those sorts of situations would be doing the same exact thing. Yep. You know, well, let's, with more expletives and whatnot. But you know, it's it, you'd well, be doing the back same damn up, thing. Let's back it up to the first movie when he when he's when he's like, "It's my luck. I killed a guy with feet smaller than my sister." Oh yeah, when he uh, puts <laughs> when he kills the the uh, the guy in the boardroom, I think it is. Yeah, tries to steal his shoes because what shoes. happened to his shoes? Well, the guy on the airplane at the beginning of the movie told him to feel better afterward. He balls his feet up and walks across the carpet with his little balls, like little yeah. fists. Yeah, and he was doing that when everything transpired. He like took off without his shoes. Okay, I couldn't remember what happened to his shoes. Uh, yeah, so he got in the limo without his shoes. No, he had his shoes on. Okay. And then when he got into the, 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 the plaza, to his shoes. takes his shoes and walks around on the carpet. All right. Yeah, I should watch that again and pay attention to the shoes for sure. Yeah. All right, back to the second movie. One of his other favorite lines, one of his other favorite quote is, there's your landing light. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? What was on fire? Uh, Gas, jet fuel. Jet fuel yeah. was on fire. Was it jet fuel or was it avgas? Because there's a difference. Uh, obviously, it was avgas because it was right. put into an airplane. Well, jet fuel goes into um, a big plane. Avgas goes into a little plane. And I know that because I worked at the airport and fueled airplanes. As you know, and I know you fueled your fair share of airplanes. As helicopters. Well, uh, well in, in, in helicopters, the military, helicopters are the most damn terrifying things to fuel ever. Well, I mean, it's like. It, everything in the army runs off JP8. Every vehicle in the army runs off a of JP8. What is JP8? Jet fuel. That's it. Okay. Everything. Little, the Humvees. Little, little aviation knowledge for those listeners. Yeah, I mean Humvees. Jet fuel. Tanks. Right. Jet fuel. Fun, fun fact with the M1 Abrams, powered by a jet engine. No. no. All right. So what's uh what's your next question for me about Die Hard? And things that happened in it. <laughs> okay. So. I'm two for two so far. Two for two. Okay. Well, those are the only two diehard Christmas movies, right? Right. 
And the producer has said that both movies are a Christmas movie, which is which is wrong. I mean, so are they just action terrorist movies? I guess. I mean, you put a Christmas tree in a movie, and it's it's a Christmas movie. I mean, yeah, Lethal Weapon. Well, when when uh, let's see, isn't that, he that, selling Christmas trees at the beginning of that? No, he's buying coke undercover? at a Christmas tree farm. Okay, I remember <laughs> he was at a Christmas tree farm, but yeah, yeah. buying coke. Um. And then, uh, for those people who haven't watched Lethal Weapon, which I don't know who you are, and probably watch, but I'm gonna spoil the shit out of it. It was yeah. made back in. Um, I think no. we're outside of the years of where it's okay to <laughs> yeah. spoil that movie. Yeah, it's like 1987, if I remember. Anyway, I mean, if you look at that movie, you can actually see hairstyles that once were. Yeah. And I feel like if we've cycled through the mullet at least three times, we can spoil the movie. So. It's got Mel Gibson. It's got Gary Busey. Mm-hmm. It's got can't get uh, enough Busey. Can't get enough Busey. Got Danny Glover, and it's it's part of the movie is Danny Glover's family daughter gets kidnapped and the note is left on the Christmas tree. So, yeah, I would uh, I would say Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie. So maybe the trifecta of action Christmas movies is Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, and Batman Returns. Maybe. There's no connection between any of them, and the trilogy would make no sense watching them. Yeah, it would. It's all Christmas themed. That's it. I mean, hey, what are you, we're going to watch Christmas movie. This is Die Hard. I know. He gets the girl at the end of the movie. It's okay. It's like your Hallmark movies. There's just a little bit of difference in which I am convinced that anytime you have an action movie that has the main man and female, which has happened in many, many movies, fall in love at the end, it's trauma bonding. I just found, I just, another Christmas movie, Samuel L. Jackson. Which one? A Long Kiss Goodnight. Dina Davis, oh. Samuel L. Jackson. To be honest, I've never seen that movie. Oh, never, come on. Never seen it. Never seen it. Wow. Maybe I will one day, but I yeah, never seen it. It is so bad to watch now. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it just does not hold up. But it is such a good movie. That it's like a clueless Samuel L. Jackson. And then a badass Gina Davis. Gina Davis was a badass. Oh, yeah. Rob Roy? Well, no, no. Rob Roy. Cutthroat Island. No, oh, but a league of our own, a league of their own. Brilliant. Still a damn good movie. Oh, it's a great movie, Tom Hay. Yeah. Madonna. Yeah, Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> oh god! Before she became unbearable. Yeah. So. <laughs> but I digress. So, do you have any other action? Without googling, I, I have not touched Google once this entire time. I have I been well touched- prepared for this. I haven't touched my mouse or keyboard this entire time, so yeah, no googling has happened. Um, yeah, I can't think of another action Christmas movie. Yeah, cut all the silence out when you end it. Uh, yeah, there's no silence. We're just thinking. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I can, um, I, I, I can hear your brain fucking. Oh, is my is my brain mic? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Yeah, I've got no more action Christmas movies. Might think of another one or two before we're done here, but um, I don't really think. I, again, going back to, I don't know of another holiday in which you would put Christmas or action movies during. 
you know, what are you going to do? Put one during President's Day? No. You know, I'm sure there's... No, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's like only really two holidays for action movies. Well, I mean, do you count birthdays? No, Because there's birthdays. a few action movies out there where it's like the person gets kidnapped on their birthday, like dad comes home for the birthday cake and... No, I I can't think of... Let me start that over. <laughs> no, I don't think birthdays are holidays by any means. In fact, I barely celebrate my birthday. So, you know, I and and birthdays are not national recognized holidays. Maybe maybe Jingle All the Way <laughs> for another Christmas movie. Maybe, but I wasn't one know. of the Mission Impossible centered around Christmas. I don't remember. I I mean, I've seen all the Mission Impossibles, which. Two was terrible, but two was the only one out of all of them that I thought yeah. was bad. I, I liked all of them, but I don't. I don't remember Christmas being in any of those. Um, I was going to say Mister and Missus Smith, but that wasn't the case. No, I don't think there was any Christmas in that one. Yeah. Well, I'm just grasping the straws at that. Yeah. So, is there yeah. any Christmas movie you recommend to our listeners that they actually try to watch? Oh, I mean, my go-tos every year are uh, Die Hard has been, it took a break there for a couple of years, uh, National Approach Christmas Vacation, both Home Alone movies, and actually Tim Allen's Santa Claus. Those are all must-watches during Did you my... say Tim Allen's Santa Claus? Santa Claus? Yeah, 100%. Popo Show? Yeah, love that movie. Maybe because I watched it. I have fond memories of it as a kid, but I still enjoy that movie. So, I recommend to people to watch the old-school Claymation Christmas cartoon. You know which ones I'm talking about? Yes, the old-school the... Claymation Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Santa Claus is coming to town. And uh, what's the other one? Uh, what? Burger Meister Meister Burger. Are you thinking of uh, the uh, Island of Misfit Toys? I think so. Which actually... I was doing some research on that because that's what I wanted I to be. And that movie actually wasn't made that long ago. It was made in like, I think the early two thousands. It's just been lumped in with those because it's made with the same shitty claymation. And I will tell you right now, you try to get your kids to sit and watch those old movies and they'll be bored out of their mind. You think so? Absolutely bored. My kids, my kids love them. I have tried to get several kids to sit down and watch those movies and they hate them. Do you threaten Absolutely them? Absolutely hate them. Sorry? Do you threaten them? No, because I'm not going to threaten them over a 60-year-old movie. <laughs> Are you sure? Worth yeah, it's not a threat worth making. But um, also, It's a Wonderful Life is also up there. I left that one out. Yeah, which I do like going, seeing that on big screen at Christmas every year. It's played. Yep, I'll make a point to go do it when I can. So I am looking up the name. I I I am I am busting out my my little Christmas list movie here. And yes, Santa Claus is on it. Okay. Cuz that is a great great movie. All uh, right, so since this conversation actually started as Die Hard, I do want to ask you a question. Do you know what the Nakatomi Plaza was? built as well that's the um well that's somebody's that was somebody's uh who was it it's like the producers no it's the people that are that made the movie 
right? Yeah, but do you, uh, it was built for Sony. It was Sony. It was. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yep. Um, did you know that Die Hard is actually based off of a book? I did know that. Yeah. I did know that. I haven't read it. Called, I don't remember, so it's not a fact that really applies to much. But, yeah, um, I have wanted to read it. There are a few differences from the book to the movie, but, you know, there always are. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and the books are always better. So. I don't know. That's a pretty, you know, perfect movie, in my opinion. It's, you know, it's exactly what it's supposed to be. Exactly yeah, what it's supposed to be. I think it is. And there's little nuances in there, and we can get into this later if we want to, about action movie nuances and stuff and things that I can, I look for when I watch the movie, like um, like when John McClane hands Hans Gruber his, the, the, Hans the pistol. Hans Gruber. Yeah. yeah he, he, right? If you yeah. watch what he does is he takes the round out of the chamber as he hands him the pistol. So he's handing him an empty pistol because he doesn't trust them. Yep. That's gut instinct, right? Yep. So at the end, when uh, Hans Gruber falls off the building, mm -hmm. and, and that look on his face, that's not great acting by the great Alan Rickman. That is genuine surprise, because when they were actually dropping him, which, you know, it's a blue screen behind him, it's a big blue air pad yeah. thing that they dropped him on. They told him they dropped him on three, they dropped him before one. <laughs> and they just let him go. So it was genuine surprise from him. And to which he got up and cussed everybody out on set. <laughs> but and I would have paid to be. I would have paid to see that. I would have paid to be cussed out by Alan Rickman. I, I mean, fine with just it. the way he talked. Oh yeah. What was that? What t what TV show is that made fun of Alan Rickman? Oh, uh, Family Guy has made fun of him a lot. Um, Where it's like they called his answering machine five five. I don't remember. I mean, I've seen them several shows make fun of Alan Rickman, but I'll have to find yes. it and post it up on Danger Zone. Yep. That was the first time that I remember ever seeing Alan Rickman. I and it's sad that he's gone. But at the same time He gave us a lot of great class. movies. Oh he did. He definitely did. Um you know I I people debate me on whether or not Harry Potter would would, would be considered great movies because I would consider them not to be great movies. I don't like the Harry Potter. Never have. Which, I guess that would be another Christmas movie, because I'm pretty sure one of those happens during Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, at the end of the day, there are two types of people out there. You know what they are? Men and women? No. Those that think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Those that are wrong. That's all we need to know. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning to Today's letter, I know it went a little off the trails, but we made the best with it. We stayed on topic with letter D for December movies or Die Hard or however you want to do this. Check the description. Those lines. So, you got anything to I'm, say there, Danger? I'm interested to see what the description is of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I, I planned for Die Hard. I didn't plan for Christmas movies and December movies, but hey, that's cool. That That's cool. Well, I planned for Monster to be here, too, so we would have yeah. someone to be, like, getting an external source off of, but no. So Nobody yeah, had to get we, sick. Should we call this one D is for Distracted? D is for December Christmas movies. Or December right. movies. I'll figure it out. Alright. So, alright. 
Well, I have no words of advice for the public besides don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Be All safe. right. Oh, and since we're getting into Christmas, now you've listened to this. If you don't have your Christmas tree up, that's fine. Go ahead and put it on up. And if you do get a real tree, water the damn thing. Don't let it dry out. Cause a house fire. Ruin your Christmas. And probably your neighbors, too, because you're going to catch their house on fire. Wow. That sounds like yeah. we got some personal experience behind that one. House fire, not the tree. I just, you know, it's one of those things that it's like I've had real trees and you just water the tree. It's really simple. Water the tree. Just, you know, if you got kids, make it their daily job to make sure that the water's full on the tree. I used to keep my life Christmas tree Mountain Dew. Sure, whatever. (laughs) If that works for your tree, if your tree is a 12-year-old boy that plays games all day, yeah, sure. You give it (laughs) Cheetos too? No, just Mountain Dew because it was syrupy, sweet. Tree didn't die at all. It was great. If it helps the tree, great. It's green, so maybe it helps the green of the tree. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, if you have any Christmas tree facts, people. Send them our way. (laughs) All right, send them our way. Sure. (laughs) Anyway, I got nothing else. All right, well, we have a danger in Sarge. I want to safe December. Shop with frugalness. Don't get in a lot of debt over. And remember, shop smart. Shop (laughs) S-smart. All right, bye, y'all. Bye.